to get far out with Todd Perry. I got a Nintendo back that was like, exactly. and it'll play anything. I play like Frogger. I wish, Todd. Buck Perez. So I ain't leaving. I ain't leaving. I'm still here. And from the rotating game with Cigar Store Indians, Casey Gullickson. If they have a son, then they get the watch and... Hello everybody and welcome back to the Far Out Podcast. My name is Todd Perry and once again, very consistently to my right, <laughs> is the great Buck Perez. I ain't leaving. How we doing, Todd? I ain't leaving. I ain't leaving. I'm still here. Buddy of mine works for the and Office of Social Security. Yeah. In, down, in, in downtown LA. Yeah. I'm not going to say his name. But many times when people don't get their benefits, they like, I ain't leaving! And, <laughs> and the dude, I'm not going to say who it is. Okay. But a friend of mine, one time a guy came in to sign up for, uh, for benefits after getting out of jail and had a crack-induced heart attack, hit the floor in front of him, and the guy was like, I'm going to call a paramedic. He goes, no, 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 no. I'm on probation. And the guy got up, had a heart attack, and walked the fuck out. That was amazing. And the other voice you hear happens to be the great Casey Gullickson. Ah, uh, good to be here. And Casey's been around the show for a couple shows, and we appreciate you. We've had a great time with you. Having a blast. Having a blast. All right. So Buck texted me the other day, and I think maybe it's because we both we both listen to more stories. I'll be honest, I, I listen to other podcasts. I love listening to podcasts. And uh, one show I, I like listening to is More Stories, which is Jay Moore's show. And uh, besides the fact that Jay Moore was completely right when he said the hottest women you'll ever meet in the world are at the Whole Foods Market on Lincoln and Rose in Venice Beach, <laughs> which is totally true. I go there for lunch all the time. Nice. And you'll never see more tens than there. Um, Jay Moore was jokingly saying you could have a drinking game that every time somebody does like a black voice on the show and Jay Moore does a black person impression or whatever, like you, you take a drink. And then, so Buck, uh, Buck texted me the other day. He's like, dude, we could totally have a far out drinking game. Yes. And so what, what, what are the rules of this? Oh, you know me, I love rules. Uh, not too many, <laughs> just a few. Do you? Oh, yes. Just a few uh, things I thought that we do on the show repeatedly that people could, you know, at least take part in or drink First, um, so you take a drink whenever this happens. Whenever this happens, I've, I I put a few. Uh, if you're driving to work, listening to the show, this is probably please the best do this. way to do it. No, please do this. Oh, please do oh, this. Oh, definitely. Yeah, yes. yeah. Bring a bottle yeah, of Hennessy with you on the way to work. Or like coffee. it requires, yeah, coffee. Yeah, it requires yeah. probably a Jameson uh, thing of probably a forty and maybe some something else. Okay, here we maybe go. some uh, some tilt. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, some like tilt because we have to pick the beverage if they're gonna if they're gonna be drinking. Listening here, to this. Here pick we go this. then. Uh, every time Todd does a bad Michael Jackson impression, as in, go ahead. Show your bit. <laughs> or something that I do quite often, which I'm embarrassed about. Every time I say awesome, because mm, mm. every show I do awesome. Totally fair. Know. Yeah, it's stupid. Um, every time that happens, you have to take a shot. You have to take a shot of something, probably Jameson. All right, take a so. drink. Sounds yeah. good. No, take a shot. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This and play, is, play with your friends. This is specified. Oh, yeah. Uh, every time you hear, because we do often smoke on this show, I'm smoking right now, uh, you hear a lighter sound, you must smoke something. <laughs> <laughs> Do 
Just smoke something. Which is in quotations. Yeah. Oh. Something. You yeah. wrote that in quotations? <laughs> Free base. <laughs> Free base. Uh... Well, whatever you want, whatever's around. Just banana peels, something. Right. You know, I, I really don't care. All right. Back back that up. You said banana peels real quick. I'm going to be honest. I've never done that, but when I've heard I it being done. <laughs> was done that. in the 12th grade. <laughs> oh, jeez. 12th, not even like 9th? No. Wow. I dried out some banana peels just to see. Because there, there was a book going around at the time called The Anarchist Cookbook, right? I've heard of that. Yeah, yeah I've heard the of that. The Anarchist Cookbook, yeah. and it was real popular when we were around that age. I think around 11th or 12th grade. And, and you know who I, dr- I read The Anarchist Cookbook with? Was mm. my neighbor growing up, which was Wee Man from Jackass. The oh, little, little guy. Funny. I grew, he was my neighbor growing up. Okay. And so we used to read the Anarchist Cookbook. So I got together, I got some bananas. It has like a recipe for this shit, right? Yeah, and that is a recipe for getting fucked up. Things will get fucked up. <laughs> so Smoking I banana peels. Literally yes. tried out banana peels and I smoked them. And so what happened was word of this got out to my science teacher, who should have been impressed by this, by the way. And she had a problem with it. And it got around, and so one day after class, my science teacher, uh, attractive blonde, oh. uh, at North Torrance High School, said, uh, Todd, uh, come talk to me after class. And I thought it was about, like, you know, my anatomy quiz or whatever. And she mm-hmm. goes, I heard this thing about you and banana peels, and I just want to let you know. Take it easy. Just take it easy. I heard about your party. Cool off wow. on that shit. Yeah, it actually got around school that Todd Perry, the class president, was smoking class banana peels. Class president yes. smoking banana peels. Nice. Did you get? Uh, did you get? Did you get high from these things? Or how I know I got it, very little off it. Yeah. I did, I, but I don't know whether it was just me assuming like it was a placebo kind oh, of thing. Oh, like mm-hmm. a little bit because you felt it a little bit. Yeah, like you're sitting with your buddy. I'm not getting no, named no, who this no, guy was. Me, but. No, let me guess. You did this alone. <laughs> you no. smoked his shit alone. There's another man involved. I would, I would hope you did. And we sat looking at each other going, got anything? Right. No. Right. No. Got anything yet? Like half an hour later. Anything yet? Anything yet? No. But yeah. So that's what happened. So anything else, Buck, that, that you need to take a drink when you hear this happening? Yeah. And then uh, anytime anyone asks for a beer or opens a beer. Or like, cracks a beer. Someone pass me a beer. Here we go. This is this is appropriate. So that's one shot is the passing of the beer. Yeah, I like to crack them on, Mike. I would say. Oh, I just Budweiser all over my mind. Whenever one of those happens, either one of the two, hopefully, happens in succession like it did. Mm -hmm. You have to pound a beer. Pound it. Pound a whole beer. Pound a. This is not a a light man's game. All right. Well, this is gonna be costly because they have to have. They not only they have to have something to smoke. They have to have some whiskey. Yes, that's what I'm saying. You they have, have to, to have co- some tilt. And you're driving. And they have to have it all in their car yes, on the way this, to work. This is good. No, this is this is good. This is a recipe for getting fired, Buck. Well, that's how I live. Anyway. <laughs> what else? Just crickets. Add crickets. So anytime you hear uh, crickets, uh, pound some tilt. Yeah, whenever they start, you, you do, do, do some you, tilt. You have to just pound tilt until they oh, stop. Whole can of tilt. Yes. So uh, if you guys have any suggestions for, I don't know, habits we have on the show things we go back to uh post it at faroutpodcast.com leave a comment on the site and or, or if you get real fucked up from playing this game please tell us too <laughs> oh yeah like to know. take some pictures send them in yeah we want to know the results do <laughs> it with a uh, casey wants an asian girl involved i think yeah yeah definitely if you can, if you can get an guy. asian girl involved with the, the far out drinking game. Yeah, the far out drinking game must be played with an Asian woman. I think that should be another rule. Can we get that written down in quotations? You should share your bed. <laughs> share your bed. Share your bed with an Asian woman. Oh, man. I'm, I'm, uh, 
Share your bed. Yeah, that was that was a better one. All right. I was at a I was talking earlier on one of the previous shows. I was, I was at a I was at a wedding. And during the wedding, they were they started playing, you know, they're playing music during the the wedding or whatever we're eating and they have music going on in the background and they played the song one of the unreleased Michael Jackson songs that came out later called This Is It. And like, <laughs> there was seriously a song called This Is It? Yeah, it's like, a whole movie called This wow. Is It, I think. Yeah, it's a great movie. He's like, this is it. And <laughs> I'm sitting down at the... And we, we frequently on the show yeah. have been like, this is it. This is it. This is it. The pilled out Michael, my favorite Michael. It's <laughs> yeah. like Fat Elvis, pilled out oh, Michael. Right. It's the best. It's better than Fat Elvis. And I was sitting there at the wedding and I'm like, turned to my wife. I'm like, this is it. <laughs> and she's like, huh? And no one else found it funny, but I was like, if I was on the show right now, if you listen to the show, no, I was listening to This Is It right now. Yep. They'd totally fucking love it. This is it. My new one is... A new Michael Jackson? Yeah, it's a... I'm sorry. It's later era. He did a song. (laughs) It's like his last album, and it's like... Have you seen my childhood? And like it's all about my childhood. And I was like, oh boy. This needs to be an intro to one of our shows. Have you seen my childhood? This would count as you taking it. Like every time Todd does this, please take a shot please right take, now. Yeah, that's a lot of shots. Yeah, you're getting <laughs> fucked up <laughs> exactly. now. Have you seen my childhood? <laughs> Been working on that's my a, Al Gore too, but that'll be another show. That's a creepy uh, Michael. Save right it. There. Save Al Gore. And Andy Rooney. A lot of people have a problem with shoes. <laughs> <laughs> I always get sent certain types of shoes, and that's how basically every Andy Rooney bit goes. Is Dude, that was spot on. Yeah. That was good. Have you seen my child? So, uh... I was talking to Casey when Casey came over to the house tonight. Like, Casey had never been to the palatial Perry estate. Yeah, I've never been to Lakewood, I don't think, either. No, there was no reason to ever come to Lakewood. All right. Reason to party in Long Beach? You said it. A couple blocks away, but no, this is uh, it's a really boring part of town. Seems nice, though. Seems safe. Yeah. It, this, well, my wife works not far from here, so we moved here. It's a good plan. I work in LA. I do. I live the LA life. Then I come home here, and it's it's crickets and that's great. Uh, teachers and cops. Good. But um, when he came over, I think we briefly had a discussion, and I was just kind of you know showing you around the house and being like, oh yeah, this and then also when when a dude comes over your house, you want to impress them, and you you want to say what you got. And I was thinking to myself because I, I I told Casey I said I, I have a mickey mantle autograph yeah and you're like oh that's badass i thought that was badass and i was thinking what are the prized possessions people have like one of my prized possessions i'll I'll start off is a mickey mantle autograph my stepmother her sister uh worked at some restaurant she did interior design for some restaurant and it was mickey mantle's restaurant in new york in new york city Hmm. or it might have been new jersey and she had mickey mantle sign me an autograph and send it to me when i was a child and wow. so I was like, that would probably be, of the things I would never sell, is a Mickey Mantle autograph. Mm-hmm. Mickey Mantle, for people who don't and follow see, baseball, is one of the greatest baseball players This is ever. something you yep. can get money for. That shit's worth oh, something. Yeah. How oh, much? yeah, right now I could probably get How much? I could sell it. 
Whoa, but but you're being very aggressive. Yep. I just want to. How much? I might walk by it How when much? I'm leaving and oh, snag it. Buck might pocket it. I know. Uh, I would probably. I think that autograph would probably get me like fifteen hundred dollars at this point. Is it really stealing if I tell you I'm going to steal it? No, no, not, really. not at all. I guess not. Yeah, I exactly. <laughs> but I was wondering, like, uh, asking the the crew, like, Buck. No. What do you have that like no it's matter shocking. what like like I wouldn't I would never sell my Mickey Mantle autograph like what would you not Well, I have one thing that's probably worth something that I would sell. I uh, you would sell it? No, I would not. I would not sell this. You would not sell it. Okay, wouldn't would not. Um, this is first Batman, but Michael Keaton Batman. Yeah, this is Michael Keaton Batman. Best Batman. I I remember I got some birthday money that year and a Batman nineteen eighty nine. Probably somewhere around there. Yeah. 80, 80, 80. So I was, what, eighth grade? Not even ninth grade. Yeah. yeah, yeah somewhere um, around there. Yeah. Anyway, I put all my birthday money into these uh, lithographs um, from, who is it? Bob Crane? Or Bob Kane. Bob Kane, who uh, did Creator the- Creator of Batman. Did the Batman, yep. So it's an original one with the old school Batman and Robin and like, you know, Joker, Penguin, all that stuff. And it's basically, and then the other one was- uh, Michael Keaton and Jack Nicholson. It has a picture of them, which was done by Bob Kane. Oh, wow. So they're both Bob Kane originals, and they're both uh, numbered and shit like that. Is he still alive? Oh, cool. No, he died a few years ago. Really? Uh, okay, so that's good, because like, Mantle's dead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mantle's third liver I, I, crapped out on him. Yeah, and Bob Kane's dead. I think I could probably get some real dough if I got Nicholson or Keaton to sign one of those. Yeah. Because yeah, I'm yeah. always hanging out with them. I should just be like, you know, can you guys just <laughs> sign this shit for me? You know? Please. Yeah, Michael Keaton, it. by the way, one of the greatest actors you've never seen anything anymore. Yeah. Oh man, I feel like I saw him recently, but he what? does like kids' movies now. Yeah, Jack yeah, Frost weird. fucking killed it. Jack, yeah, <laughs> that shit killed it. Uh, wait, wait, Casey. Yeah. Oh, or if if you got something in your apartment in your house that you know you would never if, if the whole house burned down would be the one thing you you. You know, I don't have a lot of possessions, but one that I can say that would be my prized possession is probably the uh, Xbox 360. Oh yeah, horrible, oh, okay. horrible. Xbox Casey, 360. No, here's the other on. thing That's about the X, here's the other thing about the Xbox 360 <laughs> is that it it doesn't work anymore. It's broken. It's a brick. If you know anything about the Xbox 360, you know that it just they just you know shit Shelled out after. Yeah. You don't blow in them like a Nintendo. No, <laughs> like no, I got a Nintendo no. back that was like exactly, and it play anything. I play like Frogger. I wish, Todd. I wish that's how it worked, but no, you've it doesn't tri- work anymore. You've, but you've tried blowing it. It's uh, it's a sad moment in my <laughs> life. Tried when I said it, have you yeah. tried blowing your Xbox? I guess I haven't. Try it sometime. Right, it's good shit. See, but you don't gr- see. He didn't grow up in cartridges. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? No, I know. I've all you about know, Super you know, Nintendo. You know what we're Super talking Nintendo, about? Sega Genesis, and all that stuff. You can't uh, blow on a disc. Like you look at a disc. <laughs> no, it's not a disc problem. It's the console. It's done. So uh, do you have it like hanging out by your TV or like still sitting underneath the TV? Yeah. Isn't isn't there like some kind of book you would like to save or anything yeah, like that? I know, I know. It's, it's not I, the Xbox 360. I swear that there's not. I have. <laughs> I swear that there's no one's there's, ashes. There's nothing. I don't have ashes. I don't have a lot of possessions. Yeah. Um. Hippie. I mean, I I do own some books. I actually my favorite book I don't even own Catcher in the Rye. I don't even own it. I oh just yeah. Got yeah, it from yeah. the library. But then I was like, why am I gonna buy it if I I read it already? I yeah. got halfway through it. Really? Yeah. Oh man, I was all right with it. Right. it I, I mean, I enjoyed like, that first it, half. It didn't Wait, impress me too no, much. No, if you were, if you didn't even finish it, you weren't all right with it. You yeah. just didn't, you didn't like. No, it was fine. It was good. It was fine <laughs> for that first half, and then what? Like time ran out. You had to turn it in. No, I I have read half of every great novel ever written. Oh, and then you just okay. Yeah, I set it down. I've read half of 1984 like five times. 
I got through halfway Mark Twain's um, Letters from the Earth recently. I don't know. What that Loved is. it. It was great. Halfway through it, done. Set it down. It's it's in my backseat of my car. I'm waiting to finish it. Are you being serious right now? Yeah, no. I'm a writer. I'm a professional That's writer. I write. Ha- I read, read half of uh, a Brave New World. Read half of it twenty Wait, times. Don't you want to know how this stuff ends? Wikipedia. I don't know. I know, but no, you're totally right. I'm totally wrong. I, I just then I'm, I pick up the next book. So are you just problem. are you just doing that so you have more time to read other things because there's so much good shit out there? Are you just doing it? Because just I just kind of get it. No, I just kind of get it. I'm like I get what he's getting at. I get where this is going. I don't need to know the arc of the story because at a certain point, then you're just working on story elements and you're like, all right, I get his point. You get the general feel for the thing and then you put it down and that's. I'm a master of the gist. I've never heard of that. What if you're wrong? Todd just likes to, but you're totally right though no, I would Todd, love to have finished that book Todd just stops and he's like this is how it ends yeah, exactly. <laughs> he just decides this yeah, is how this, yeah I guess the gist this, this would be it. the best way to end it if he didn't end it that way I don't want to know yeah exactly that's what I'm saying there's a line in the movie Sunset Boulevard which I've watched all of and Gloria Swanson turns into uh, William Holden and she says uh, you're a writer you know all the stories he goes yes I know all the stories and all the stories end and now they begin another twist but I speaking of, of of things that you could never buck. I'm 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 looking at you on this one, right. and there's a mystery in my life. When we lived together, uh-huh. remember that? It was a long weekend, but yes. Buck and I lived together for about uh, six months. I lived sure. in that apartment for maybe that, eight nine months. That was a long weekend. Yes. Yeah, it was a long weekend of partying and ugliness. And I lived there. And now here's what I brought to the apartment. I brought a. Revenge of the Jedi poster from 1983, mm. 1982, and this was before it became Return of the Jedi. Wow! When I, was, I didn't even know about all that. When I was 15, because George Lucas said that Jedi Jedi's don't believe in revenge. No, the no. Jedi's return. They don't believe in revenge. Right. It was a, a whole yeah. thing. But they put out a whole publicity campaign earlier, saying coming in 1983, yeah. Revenge of the revenge Jedi. Revenge of the Jedi. And there's this pic. It's like a blood red picture of like Luke fighting Darth Vader with lightsabers and so i at 15 i saved up my money and bought this poster for 50 dollars wow now this was 1992 whatever and i i and it cost me 45 dollars and i bought it at this place called the animation station and so when buck and i lived together in an apartment on the wall and this was 1999 2000 around that time 2000 before uh the tragedy in new york and uh so I had this poster and I I had it in that apartment. Yes, and I remember seeing it daily. Daily, <laughs> daily. You lived in that. Yeah, yes. okay. I was sense. there. And so after I moved out, I left the painting up because I was like, "Well, that's uh, that's uh, cool." It, or a poster. I left the poster up because I was like, "Oh, my friends live here. It's fine. Why should I worry?" But you were moving out for a reason. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it wasn't like amicable. It was like, yo, man, I'm, I'm getting the fuck out of here. I moved out on bad terms, yes. Yeah, but yeah. you left with a bunch of dudes. The poster. Yeah, I see, left the poster I because I, I still had friends that would look over the poster, and but it was just it wasn't a good situation for me to be living in All for right. many reasons. Okay. So I moved out, and somebody else moved in. Makes sense. Yeah. And so this dude allegedly moved back home to Philadelphia in the middle of the night one night. And stole my fucking Revenge of the Jedi poster. This guy is the biggest criminal who's ever lived. Seriously. And so I look. You look now online, and the the posters worth fifteen hundred dollars. 
Like it sells for tons, and it was like pristine condition. So this guy stole my Revenge of the Jedi poster that, as a fifteen-year-old, I saved up allowances in order to buy. And it's gone. Like, I went back in the house. I was like, where's my poster? Do we know his name and could we say it on the air? Yes. Fuck it. I'll say it on air. And do we have listeners in Philadelphia who maybe you know could this take is. care of this? I know who it is. I don't remember his name. He moved back to L.A. and I wasn't sure no. whether it was him. And I saw him at a party what? one night. But I wasn't sure. I didn't have the facts right. This is what it was told to me here say that he stole it. Because it was gone. Yeah. But I didn't, I didn't have 100% facts. You couldn't accuse him? His name is... Oh, oh, gee, yeah, oh come on! What? How His do you name even spell that? Or something like that. Like, and I, he lives in the LA like, area. Like, I think like, now. Like, I looked him up on Facebook to try to fuck with him. Be like, he stole my <laughs> shit. But you lived in that house in that time. Yes. The poster was up. Yeah. And then it wasn't there. He stole it. He stole it. He stole that shit. I didn't like the dude from day one, and so. It was pretty much when he moved in, the place was going downhill real quick. So. I liked him because he introduced me to the book, The Tao of Pooh. And so I thought, any man who introduced me to the book, the best, my favorite book, uh, guiding light in my life, the book, The Tao of Pooh. The Tao of Pooh? Yeah. Did you read half of it? I read the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> I read the whole thing. Nice. But, yeah, so that's fucked up. Buck, you got, you got anything else? You got any more prized possessions? Wrong one. <laughs> no, not too many. Just, uh... Probably one thing that was given to me by my grandma, who's not here anymore, you know? She, yeah. She would be pretty old if she was still around, but no. She gave me a, you ever seen or read Glass Menagerie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The Tennessee Williams play. Yeah, Glass Menagerie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He no. seems like a big fan. Yeah, exactly. Never. Uh... <laughs> but uh, no, this is my. I would read t- half of it if I owned it. <laughs> yeah. It's, what is it? I'm sorry. Uh, music box. It's like a music box type thing, and it's uh, Charlie Brown. Oh, okay. Oh, it's yeah, like yeah, a Charlie yeah. Brown Christmas thing. And uh, I think she gave it to me for Christmas, so it's got the Charlie Brown and uh, Snoopy and the tree and shit like that. Always reminds me of me and Polly. Oh, your dog. My dog, yeah. So Your, your dog's ashes, wouldn't that be something that you would never sell or give away? Yes, of course, Todd. That being said, this thing means a lot to me, too. I'm sorry I didn't think of my dog's ashes. Don't make me feel <laughs> bad. Thinking, you open up the box of your dog's ashes on the show. I'm yeah. just checking. Well, it's still right there, yes. Casey. Um, I kind of feel like shit about my whole life now because uh, I don't have You're a young anything. kid, Casey. Don't but you, you know, there's, there's did, one did thing. Did you lose some stuff in the move coming mm, over I've, to L.A.? Um, like, you're like, I'm just packing up the car. I'm going to drive to Los Angeles. He lost uh, an Xbox controller. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm going to wind up in North Hollywood. Yeah. yeah. No, not really. Here's one thing that I wish I had is there's apparently a watch that's been, that gets passed down through my family. And it always goes to the stuck up a eldest <laughs> stuck up, up my ass. ass. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, we're doing Pulp Fiction. I don't. Right. Uh, oh, okay. No, I'm sorry, no. Man, I Christopher Walken. Walk. Yeah, uh, oh, Christopher this, Walken. This, this watch was a stuck up my stuck, ass. Stuck up my it. ass. Yeah, there you go. Okay. There you go. Casey's doing a little walking. <laughs> I can do like a little bit of walking. That's pretty good. Uh, anyways, it gets pa- this watch gets passed down to like the old the oldest. Uh, boy in the family. If they tell this, tell this as walking, please. If if they have a son, then they get the watch, <laughs> and the so it's me and my brother, and the first one to have a son he'd gets. Be da- he'd the, be damned. He gets the watch, yeah. <laughs> and my brother is married, and I'm not, and his wife is pregnant, and I recently found out that she is having a boy, and I'm very upset. Because now I don't get the watch. Oh, fucked good, up, good. man. Fucked up. Christopher Mr. Walken. Walken. How, how old was this watch? How, how, I mean, how many years did it... It's at least like 3,000 years old. So who's shaft... <laughs> <The colors> is, <laughs> so 
way back to the old country. So who's shafting you in this? I'm sorry. Um, it, my my brother's unborn child. That's what I'm saying. It's like a baby that's shafting <laughs> you in your my, own pistol. It's my brother's unborn child. Fuck that kid. Fuck that guy. <laughs> ah, he's Fuck a dick already. Kid. I don't even know. Yeah, he he's never going to be a rotating gang of uh, cigar store Indians on this show. That's right. No, definitely not. If I have any say in it, we'll shut him. Yeah. Yeah. You guys will probably get him on here somewhere. <laughs> So I'd like to uh, thank Buck Perez. Oh, no worries. Casey Gullickson. Hey, thank you. For another fine show, The Far Out Podcast. Check us out uh, at Buck Perez on Twitter, at Todd A. Perry, that's Todd with one D, and at Casey Gullickson. Casey will let you know when his next stand-up show is, yep. and I'll let you know when uh, next time I'll be drinking somewhere. Next time I'm sitting down, I'll let people know. Yeah. Not yeah. standing up. <laughs> Having a good can thought. Thank you. That was a joke. <laughs> but uh, it's been a great time. And uh, cue the Louis Armstrong. Let's get out of this. Me love you long time.